welcome to the Real Joey Boats Podcast. My name is Joey Barrow, and I'm here to help you with some of the fights of your life. So whatever you got going on, I'm here to help you with it. I'm here to help you through it. I'm here to give you some pointers and maybe some advice. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. This is episode 7 of the Real Joey Boats Podcast. Today, I'm going to continue my talk on physical and mental health. So this is kind of the finale of those episodes. I said I'd be doing a few, so like five, six, and seven, and this is going to be the finale, and I'm going to continue talking about physical and mental health because they're so important. They are very, very, very important, and uh, they are what keeps you alive, you know, your physical and your mental health. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> um, that's okay, so... So I want to cover a few things. Uh, I apologize for last week. I don't know what happened to the outro music there. Um, just remember, I'm not a professional. Uh, I'm a guy doing this in my basement uh, because I figured it's a good way to reach people. And I am doing my best. Uh, so you can either blame it on me, my editor, or Audacity, uh, whatever the stuff that I use. Um, yeah. So, okay, let's get into it. Mental and physical health. it They're important. They're very important, and so I'm continuing to talk about them. Um, I'm going to... This show is going to be a little longer today. It's probably going to be less than an hour, but I've got to talk about them. It's important, and um, why it's important in my life. So why it's important in my life, because it was something that, you know, I struggled with uh, for a long time. I struggled with mental health for the longest time and didn't think much of it until, uh, like I said in previous episodes, I attempted suicide and wasn't talking to anybody, didn't really, and finally I realized that I have to, I have to take care of myself mentally, and um, then I found out a couple years later to take care of yourself mentally is also to take care of yourself physically because they are connected, they are one and the same. And, you know, I, I pretty much, I'm pretty sure that I still got people out there that think they're not the same, but they are. And, you know, you have bad physical health, you have bad mental health. And I don't know how many times I have to explain that, but if you're, you know, less than six foot, or if you're six foot and you're 350 pounds and you eat McDonald's all day long or you eat takeout all day long at your job, and the only thing you do is go to that job, whether it's, uh, landscaping or working at a doctor's office and the reception desk, you're, that, that's not good enough. That's not exercise. You need to have good physical health. They have good mental health and vice versa. So, you know, why? Like you said, why is that important in my life? Because, you know, I, I had some pretty piss poor mental health intertwined with a really piss poor diet. And it, that diet consisted usually of fast food or candy bars, uh, you know, eating tons of fruit. You know, what do you mean tons of fruit, Joey? Isn't fruit good for you? Yeah, fruit's good for you, but it's still got a lot of sugars in it. Yeah, they're natural sugars, but it's still sugars. You have to limit yourself on everything that you eat. You can't just eat leafy greens all day and call that a diet. That doesn't work. Um, you know, if you're a vegan or you're a vegetarian, you know, whatever that's fine. Uh, but that doesn't work for me and it didn't. So, uh, I've tried it. I've tried vegetarian, vegetarian diets. I, you know, I haven't tried vegan diets and I'm not going to, so please stop telling me how good it is. Uh, cause I'm not going to do it. 
Uh, I've tried pescatarian diet, and it sort of worked. Uh, but once I found grass-fed meats, pasture-raised meats, uh, pasture-raised poultries, pasture-raised eggs, organic vegetables, and non-GMO veggies, uh, and fruits, wow, it was like a night and day difference. So that really, in having a healthy gut, which, you know, is, isn't as healthy as I want it right now, uh, but it's a lot healthier than it used to be because I found all those good foods in real foods. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'll tell you, that is why both are important because good foods, a healthy gut is going to be a healthy mind. The gut is the second mind. You know, it really, really is. It really, you know, how many of you guys out there just drink monsters all day and think that, like, cussing and sleeping with multiple girls even though you probably have a girlfriend uh is not healthy at all and you know i i I, you know i could get into that and i can get into that and i can get into that like it's just so it's a can of worms uh but everything i'm talking about here is a can of worms uh everything i'm opening up here is touchy and if I sound preachy, uh, because, well, it's, it's some pretty sensitive stuff that bothers people. Yeah, so I may sound, I'm kind of, I, I sound kind of like I'm rambling today, whatever. Um, I, I don't know what's going on here, folks, but it's, you know, um, what do I do for both? So let let's cover that. Let's cover what I do for both. I, for my physical health, um, I work out three times a week for about an hour straight. I do some some good stretching, some rolling around, uh, some foam rollers. I then I get to like a cardio cardio block and a strength block. So that's all within that hour. Um, and I also ride my bike uh, probably about twenty five to thirty five miles uh, a couple times a week. So I'm nearing probably 70 something miles in a week. Uh, I haven't done it recently because I'm recovering from that big ride that I took in September. That was about a month long. Um, you know, I had 250 miles of ride in September and I pretty much crushed it. Uh, so I'm recovering from that, but I'm ready to get on a bike again, ready to start riding. But the weather here's getting cooler. So I got myself an indoor trainer. I'm just waiting on a few more parts with that and I can start riding my bike again. Um, there's nothing about riding in the cold that I really like. I like the cold, uh, but I don't like teary eyes and, um, I don't like my, uh, my male member to be the size of a Tic Tac when I'm done cause it's cold. <laughs> so that's some of the things I do for physical health. I do a lot of yoga, uh, which goes into my mental health. So a lot of meditation, and besides yoga, I do some cold water submersion. And I know most of you out there are like, why the heck do you want to get in cold water, Joey? Because it's good for your muscles. It's good for your blood. It's good for your cardiovascular system. It forces you to practice breathing so you're not chattering your teeth and freezing. You, The mind and the body have much higher limits than you think they do. And most of us don't ever push those limits we're afraid to get out of our comfort zones and that's one thing is cold water like it's the cold showers and the cold water submersion helps you get out of that comfort zone 
Uh, so the best time of the year for me is when it gets colder because that's when the water's really cold and I don't have to go buy bags of ice or use the ice from my freezer or whatever because that's just sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, so actually today at some point I'm going to jump in uh, my cold water tub, which is basically like a horse trough from Tractor Supply Company that my buddy gave to me uh, because he wasn't using it. Uh, so I cleaned it out and... Uh, now it's my cold water submersion tub. And like I said, later today, I'm going to go jump in it. It's like I said, it's good for the blood. It's good for your cardiovascular system. Uh, you know, there's just so many good benefits to cold water submersion. Um, even cold showers, cold showers. It's great. You know, you want to take a warm shower, fine. You could start off warm, soap up, do whatever. And, and you know, if, do like I do. I soap up. I wash the soap off the shampoo. I wash that off. And then when I put conditioner in my hair, before I put the conditioner in my hair and my beard, my big old manly beard, I turned that puppy as cold as it can get. And I put the conditioner in and I let it sit there for six minutes. Even though, you know, some bottles vary different time to time, but I sit there for six minutes and let the cold water work. And then I turn that puppy up because we all know conditioner is really hard to get out of cold uh, got a hair with cold water. So then I turn that puppy up. Uh, but usually if I'm outside doing cold water submersion, uh, I'm in there for at least 15 to 20 minutes, you know, give or take. And then I come into a nice warm shower and it is important to expose your body to those different temperatures of cold and hot and warm and cool. Uh, just, just because it's good. It's, those are good stressors for the mind and for the body. And, you know, if you want to want to know more about cold water submersion and more about, uh, you know, good stressors, go ahead and contact me on my Facebook page. Um, you know, all, all the information is there. If you get my phone number, feel free to contact me. Uh, if you don't, um, that's fine. Go, you know, whatever. I have, I have Facebook. I have the Facebook page. I have my personal Facebook page. I have my Instagram. Uh, I believe they're public. If not, then just use that Facebook page that I just made. Uh, that is public to go ahead and contact me with some more more information that you would want. And it's good stuff. So, and the other physical stuff, things that I do that are, are eat. I eat good food. And I keep pressing that good food. So, spring water. You wake up. Within 20 minutes of waking up, you want to drink some spring water. You don't want to drink filtered water. You don't want to drink tap water because tap water is essentially dead. All the shit we put in it kills everything that's that that's good for you about water. I mean, you're just drinking chemicals. You're not you're not even drinking water anymore at that point if you think about it. And you know, yeah, you, you can go get like Ice Mountain or something like that. And I guarantee you, UDF, you can go and get spring water. Heck, UDF's got its own brand of spring water that actually comes from the Daniel Boone National Forest, which was one place that I frequent a lot. But uh, with that, it's in shitty plastic. So, and that plastic's affecting the water. It's getting in the water and, you know, yeah, you may think, oh, you're crazy conspiracy theory. What do you know? But it's not if it's the actual truth and it's documented and you can argue with me all day, uh, but find it somewhere else. Cause I, I, that's not who I don't argue. I don't argue with people. Um, so yeah. So drink that spring water within 20 minutes of waking up. Uh, you know, I, I don't eat until maybe about nine o'clock every morning, uh, even if I don't go to the gym. Because I go to the gym at 7 a.m., I get done around eight, I kind of fart around for a little bit, 
and uh, at, at the gym, and I chill out, and I, you know, I, I basically downregulate. I get my heart rate down. I practice breathing. I stretch and move and foam roll or whatever. And you know, I come home. It's about a 20, 20 to twenty five minute drive home, and then I start food as soon as I get there, of course. Um, so I don't eat about nine nine thirty, and that's on a typical morning. Uh, and actually it is a really good thing to do. I know it's some hard for some of you people that actually like, you know, you gotta go to work. So you can't exactly eat and wait a couple hours. You have to eat and go if you want to eat an actual decent meal. Uh, and you don't want to eat junk or vending machine or fast food, uh, such as McDonald's breakfast, which I get it tastes good, but it is not good for you. So, uh, please, if you're going to do that, don't do it every day. And no, Dunkin' Donuts, and a cup of coffee, and Dunkin' Donuts is, or whatever you drink, or whatever, like a Belvita, I think it's called Belvita. I don't know. One of those breakfast bars or breakfast, those things are not good for you, and it's not a decent breakfast. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, sugary cereals, no, that's not a decent breakfast. And cereal itself, like most cereals, uh, that you probably get at like Walmart or Kroger or whatever are just junked up sugary, that you know, st- stuff that doesn't have any nutrients. Um, even your like your your checks, the corn checks. It's corn. People we are not designed to eat corn. Uh, so whatever. Um, I can go into that, but you know, like I said, this episode is going to be a little longer because I'm going to talk about food and I'm going to talk about you know, whatever else is good for your mental health and your physical health. And then we're going to get in the habits. So continuing with food, we're not designed to eat corn or corn chips or, you know, vegetable oils. We're good fats. What Good fats like butters and avocado oils. Uh, eat some avocado nuts and cheeses. You know, try to make those cheeses like raw milk cheeses. Those are the best for you. Um, you know, processed American cheese is awful for you. That stuff's not even cheese at that point. I don't know what it is, but it ain't cheese. So like, it's just kind of, you know, be picky and choosy about what you're putting in your body. Most people just go to the store and they grab whatever they can. They don't even look at labels. You don't even, you know, you don't even look at the ingredients like canola, canola oil. Have you ever realized how bad canola oil is or even how they make it? I mean... Have you even smelled canola oil or high fructose corn syrup? Have you even smelled the stuff in its purest, like, rawest form? Just, not, I wouldn't say rawest form, but when it leaves that little manufacturing facility and they're about to put it into things, it even canola oil, when they're manufacturing, it just stinks. It's a rancid oil that everything good about it is just not, it's not good. It's bad. And it... It is bad for you, and we are putting it into our bodies as Americans like crazy. I like fake butters, like hydrogenated vegetable oils. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it is. It's awful. If you just want something butter in your toast, just go get some real grass-fed butter from. Just go get some good butter from grass-fed cows, pasture-raised cows. Uh, the I guarantee you, all that stuff's out there. The biggest one is Vital Farms. And it's really good stuff. Uh, I get Minerva or Hertzler's dairy, uh, big rolls of butter. Uh, it's old style Amish butter that literally comes from pasture raised cows. And you don't even have to refrigerate it. You put it in a butter crock on your counter. Uh, 
and it is fantastic. And I'll tell you what, it tastes better non-refrigerated. Um, let's go to dairy. So milk, we're on dairy. So let's go to milk. Milk, that stuff that like you get at Kroger in the big plastic jug is pasteurized and homogenized to the point to where like there's nothing good about it. There's barely any good nutrients. Like you're giving it to your kids. You're giving them barely any good nutrients. You're giving them just a little bit, not enough to, not enough that the body needs to survive. You know, basically is I, well, I'll go back on that. So you're giving the body, the basic, the just enough. So it's like paying the lowest rate, uh, the lowest payment on a credit card payment and expecting it to be paid off in full and satisfied. That's basically what like giving that milk to your kid is, is you're giving them the most minimal amount of nutrients that they need. And you wonder why they're freaking sick all the time and they are diseased and depressed and just depressed at like 12 at 12. They're, they're thinking about hanging themselves. Yeah, okay, there's bullying out there, and I get it. That stuff's rough because I got bullied. But never once when I was being bullied in grade school and, and high school did I ever think about killing myself. That's just never something that crossed my mind. And it crosses kids a lot today, and that is insane. And it's even affected my own household, and it is insane to hear a kid that age at 11 and 12 saying, I want to kill myself. Think about that for a minute. Just think about that. Okay? How insane is that? So, you know, stop giving them shitty food. Stop eating shitty food, moms, when you're pregnant. That's half the problem is shitty foods. You need good nutrients. You're eating for two. Fucking eating Taco Bell at two o'clock in the morning is not good. Not good at all. I get that the baby's hungry at 2 o'clock in the morning, so if the baby's hungry at 2 o'clock in the morning, make him something, or her, make them him or her something wonderful. Don't go out to Taco Bell. Don't force your husband to do something like that. You know, he's stressed as well. He needs good food just as much as you and that baby do to help him operate at primal, or primal, but, but, but good performance, optimal performance to help you get through that pregnancy. You know, that's really important. So uh, back to milk, There's there are plenty of companies out there probably everywhere that make good milk that are from pasture-raised cows, grass-fed cows. Uh, there's a company here in Ohio called Hartzler's that makes the milk old school. Uh, it's it's non-homogenized and it's pasture-raised at a very low temperature. Uh, it's not raw. It's borderline raw. And it's still got the cream on top in the, bo- in the glass bottle. So you got to get that little fat cap out of there and try to shake it around or stir it around or wherever you can. Usually I just break it enough and like glop it right in my mouth because it, it tastes so wonderful. It is just like a big glop of cream. Just whoop, I love it. So, you know, so covered milk. Try that. Try try milk. Try some good um, fat cap milk. If you can't in your state have a dairy like that, find them in the store. There are... Uh, if you have a Whole Foods near you, please go visit Whole Foods because normally you find better options there and good uh, pasture-raised milk. Um, Organic Valley, I think that's what it's called. Uh, that that brand's pretty good. I think it's national, and uh, that's from good happy cows. Uh, yeah, grass-fed. I ain't talking, you know, grass-fed and grass-finished are two different things, but it's okay. Um, we'll go on to cheeses here. Cheeses, so 
when it comes to cheeses, like I said before, you want some cheeses from some raw milk, uh, raw milk cheeses. That that is the best option to go. Um, you know, eating cheese is not fully a bad thing unless you have some sort of weird lactose. If you have a lactose thing, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. Uh, you know, or a gastroenterologist or anything like that, or a dietitian. I'm just a dude that uh, likes good food and know what the good food can do for you. So, you know, that, so what the bad heat, the bad eating habits in my life. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, but I want to finish with uh, with meats. So, with meats, you really want to do some grass fed, and if you possibly can, grass finished. That means not only are they fed grass their entire life, uh, like the natural diet, they are also, before they are um, slaughtered, they are fed a grass diet. Not not a grain diet, you know, not something or this GMO feed that we're giving cows and we're pumping them full of hormones. That is not good. And yeah, I get it. We got to do this to feed this millions in this country. But I think if more people ate that way with grass-fed cows or grass-fed meat, uh, whether you, you, if you don't eat beef from a cow or whether you eat bison, like I do, I love bison. That's my favorite, uh, grass fed bison. Not everybody's got a bison farm in their state. Uh, but you can buy bison at Kroger. You could probably buy it at, uh, Publix. I know Wegmans on the East coast. You can buy it at Wegmans. Uh, cause I go there every time I'm in Maryland and DC. I always go to Wegmans. Um, most stores, most grocery chains, you can buy grass-fed meats and bison and grass-fed bison or grass-finished bison at. Uh, they do always have healthy options. Um, you know, when it when it comes to poultry, the same. You want to eat uh, chicken that's basically eating their natural diets of worms and 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 bugs. You don't want to eat chickens that are eating corn. You don't that that are eating corn or whatever type of feed. Uh, for the rest of their life or have been pumped full of hormones. You don't want to do that. You're just, you're not helping yourself at all. Uh, you know, it went, <sighs> all right. You, you know, like I said, that those good, those good meats, those good grass fed meats, those good pasteurized meats and, and the byproducts like, like milk and cheeses, <clears throat> excuse me. That's the way to go. And, um, you're like, well, Joey, I, you know, I heard you talk about organic vegetables, man. How, what's that? Why is that so different? Well, that's not different at all. Well, think about it. We're we're spraying these chemicals on to get rid of these bugs. Yeah, that's fine. But we're doing it in mass production, and some of these chemicals. Would you stand underneath the plane while they're spraying the chemicals on the vegetables? So why would you eat the vegetables that the plane sprayed the chemicals on in the first place? Vegetables are kind of like your flesh, and they absorb everything. They, you know, I the, the plants absorb it one way or another, right? And it's in the water. Forever chemicals. That's crap. That's that's all over the place. That's in our tap water. And guess what? It doesn't boil away. It doesn't. The plant doesn't like, you know, recycle that waste and get rid of it. Uh, you know, you don't exactly poop it out. It. That's why they're called forever chemicals. That's why our population is so cancer and disease-ridden because of these chemicals that we use to mass-produce these things um, and just the sickness. Hey, would you eat beef from a sick cow? No? So why are you doing it? Have you ever been to a big-box dairy? Have you ever seen a big-box dairy? They are disgusting. Shit is covering everything there 
and it is impossible to clean that stuff because of how much they have to, you know, just get these cows in and out. And, I mean, basically they're pumped full of hormones. They're pumped full of bad food just so they can produce this shitty milk for us. And you think about it, like, that. back in the day, raw milk was illegalized to sell because they were giving cows the spent grains from distilleries and breweries that was making them, God, sick, deathly ill. And, like, it would, you know, if you're drinking from... <laughs> Okay, uh, okay. would you let somebody that had COVID-19 swish beer in their mouth, put it back in your mug, and you drank the beer? I, think about it. That's The cows were sick. People were drinking milk from sick cows in the first place. So we started homogenization. We started pasteurization to get rid of these diseases, but the diseases wouldn't be in the cow in the first place if you weren't giving them shit that was making them sick in the first place. But people... That is the way man thinks. It's like it's like leaves. Okay, we got to rake the leaves in our yard. Well, what happened before we had yards? What happened to those leaves? They just sat there, didn't they? Or the wind blew them around naturally. Like the wind, you know, if you're in the Midwest on Sunday, probably blew all your leaves in the neighbor's yard. Ha ha ha, got to rake them now, do you? So, no, the leaves just sat there. Why are we fixing stuff that's not broken? I don't understand. But, I digress. So let's move on. So those bad eating habits, my bad eating habits were fast food or shitty foods and shitty meats and uh, barely any vegetables. I probably ate the same vegetables. Like I was eating spinach out of a can. You know, the one, the can with Popeye on the cover? Yeah, because that's good for you, right? Are green beans in a can? No. Green beans in a can is not good. It does not count for eating your vegetables. I don't care if you hate broccoli or whatever that eating green beans from a can with every meal or peas from a can, that does not count. You have to cook your fresh vegetables every day. And you know what? Like, I, I always hear like relatives like, oh, I hated my veggies. I hated my veggies. These people, uh, you know, these family members that hated their veggies, they died early. They were diseased. Uh, they had no microbiome. Uh, their stomachs ate themselves alive, you know, because they, they the stomach linings were this. Uh, you know what? If you, you, you cannot drink sugary stuff all day long and drink coffee all day long and expect your stomach linings and your esophageal linings to all stay intact. You know, like I said, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian. I, I'm not registered, not certified or licensed in anything. I'm just a guy that's done his research and done his homework and knows what's best for himself. So I'm giving you pointers to hopefully you use. And then maybe one of you would come back to me and go, you were right, Joey. That's You were absolutely right. You know, so let's move on to habits. Uh, like I said, my bad eating habits were eating fast food and drinking a shit ton of Plaps Blue Ribbon PBRs. Baby, love my PBRs. And uh, malt liquor. Uh, I don't know about you. I, I get it. I'm a white guy, uh, but I loved going to get a 40 and I love smashing me some Colt 45, uh, even though it was awful. Uh, <laughs> but I loved it. Um, you know, so those bad eating habits made for bad mental and physical habits. 
And my bad eating habits turned me into a fat dude that didn't care about himself, uh, that had a very low sex drive, and just and I was in my twenties, and a guy who barely walked. I didn't care. Like I, I didn't care what whatsoever. Like, you know, I tried to work out and I did my best. And even when I was in really good shape in my twenties because I worked out, I was still eating pretty shitty. So, um, like think about it. I got done playing handball, <coughs> which was usually a few hours of going on and off in between games, and uh, the games would last, you know, X amount of time, and I would be running up and down the court, back and forth, and doing lots of moving, and, you know, whole full body workout, and mind mind workout, and then I would go and eat frozen cheeseburgers, or fast food, or whatever, and call that it and go home and drink beer instead of drinking water. So not only was I physically a wreck, but mentally I I was a wreck as well. Uh, I just could not think straight half the time. I couldn't remember stuff. And I get it every once in a while. I forget things, but we're human. We forget things. We're not going to remember everything. Um, Not only was I forgetting things and I was having brain fog issues, uh, but I was having these just anger outbursts for no reason. Uh, small things would make me angry, like traffic. If somebody like pulled out in front of me, um, you know, I, not all, not I, I'm not talking about today where I just they pull out in front of me and I call somebody a dumbass, and or whatever. They pulled out in front of me, and I would have such the angry outburst that I would literally turn around in the middle of the road and follow that person and give them an earful. Just think, I, I somehow I was lucky that I was never shot in the face, but um, yeah. Just think about that. I would punch walls, punch walls, or bang my head against the wall like really hard because people made me angry. And I, I did that in front of like girlfriends. And then I wonder why I never kept one because I did shit like that. And, you know, uh, now I'm going to get into something that not a lot of people are going to want to hear, especially those who are in the military. Uh, the military affected my mental and physical habits. And, and, you know, a lot of my bad physical habits started there. So, so smoking and drinking and sex, uh, that is a big thing in the military, especially if you're a single guy. And well, I kind of was, and I was also married in the military. Well, and my wife wasn't exactly faithful either. So why the hell should I try to be faithful? Um, you know, why, why? So, but I really didn't sleep around on her. It was more just my smoking and drinking and my angry outburst and my bad eating habits and everything else that kind of like destroyed that marriage. Besides her being unfaithful, destroyed that marriage as well. So like I said, it takes two to tango. So if you're married out there and you're having problems right now, guys, girls, it takes two. All right. It doesn't go one way. Respect doesn't go one way. It goes both ways. You know, you give what you get, blah, blah, blah. You got to work on it. Uh, you know, disclaimer, I'm not a marriage counselor, but guess what? I've been through one marriage and it now, even in my marriage, I have to be like understanding when we have fights, it fights happen. Okay. But it's how you handle them. Just, just because you guys have a fight, it's not the end of the world. It's really not. Okay. Work through it. Uh, you know, but, um, Going back to how the military affected me, you know, it was, they did not feed us good food. It was not food that, you know, hey, you should be at your peak physical uh, 
performance because you have to like handle this multi-billion dollar ship or this tank or this weapon or you have to lead troops or whatever they're not giving us like good foods like i mentioned therefore earlier in the podcast they're giving you the shitty foods because well you got to feed these soldiers and these sailors and these airmen and marines right you got to feed them so let's just give them shitty food and call it a day and budget wise blah blah blah, blah. but i don't want to get into that so and mental health like the military did not give me good ways to cope with my mental health. That's for damn sure. It was basically man the man up and stop being such a baby. Uh, you have a job to do. And basically, when I got out of the military, that's how I continued it. You know, I overcame that by learning how that how none of that was good for me, and how it was doing the opposite of what I really wanted it to do. How it was making things worse. Um, you know, so. The stuff that I discovered to upkeep and improve my mental and physical habits uh, were basically eating good and working out and just doing things uh, when just doing things around the house. If I'm bored, instead of sitting around and whining, uh, you know, either do things around the house. If you don't have anything to do around the house or outside the house, read a book, whether it's an actual book or a tablet or whatever, read a book. You know, it's okay to watch some TV every once in a while, but. If you're watching like regular TV, like cable TV and channels like Fox News and CNN and night, you know, and Fox and and CBS and stuff like that, like where there's news, you're not getting anything good out of it. Even listening to the radio, even listening to the NPR. And I know this is going to make some people mad, but hearing NPR does not make you smarter. It just makes you more informed. And being informed does not make you smarter. It doesn't. It just makes you more informed. You know, there's lots of things that can make you more smarter out than listening to national public radio. And I get it. There's some pretty smart stuff on there every once in a while. But listening to what Donald Trump tweeted about is not, you know, making you smarter. Okay. It, it really isn't, you know. And to like turn my volume up to the highest decibel just so I can hear them talking. It's not good for you either. Uh, so come on. Um, I know I'm not the loudest on here, but it, Hey, I'm working with the $50 microphone. So, you know, I working out and eating right and meditating and doing yoga and just whatever I can to upkeep and improve these physical habits, that stuff that I did, uh, you know, I, cause I didn't want to just, just be good. I wanted to improve on how good I was. And you know, so here's where I'm going to start switching gears. If you've ever had a can or if you have or have had a cancer diagnosis, maintaining and improving both mental and physical habits are key. You know, they're very important. You know, it because there are lots of foods out there that you know that help prevent cancers uh, that 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 can help you in the long run. Uh, so please, you know, do your research. Um, I do what's good for me, find what's good for you and drive it in deep and hope it sticks. So yeah, you know, as a survivor, you're, you're are an important fixture and a role model to a lot of people. Uh, you fought and you fought, you got down and dirty, uh, with cancer to beat it, to survive. And that proves you to be a warrior that has no quit. That doesn't know how to give up. And a lot of people look up to you for that. Uh, I know a lot of people look up to me. Uh, so I try to 
maintain those good habits as best I can uh, to help always maintain and improve uh, being a good person. I like to think of myself as a good person. Um, so, yeah, if you don't think I'm a good person, then we, we should have a talk. Uh, I'm not going to try to persuade you that I am a good person, but I want to know what your reasonings are to think I'm not a good person. Uh, you know, you're held to a better standard than everybody else. And that sounds really weird because you're, you're a fighter, you're a warrior, but you're also a everyday person, but you've been through the ringer. People expect a little better of you, uh, especially when you try to always better yourself in those habits like I did. They're expecting better from you, and they hold you to a higher standard. And it's okay to be held to a higher standard. But don't let your ego from that higher standard take over. Because, you know, ego is a killer. It's a killer of your mental health. It destroys your physical health. It'll destroy relationships and friendships. Because I know it has for me. Um, I let my ego get in the way a long time ago, and it's destroyed a lot. Um, you know, so act like you've been there before. I know some of you haven't, uh, but please act like you've been there before and be humble. Practice humility. Uh, find ways to practice that humility, please, because it's very, very important. Um, and you want to utilize your newfound abilities for good. And What do, what, what do I mean by that? Um, continue to serve or begin to serve. Practice community service. And I'm not talking about going to the soup kitchen. That's good. You know, do that because I've done that before. You know, or the typical volunteer stuff or whatever. Um, It means going across the street, helping your elderly neighbor or helping somebody out that you see that's struggling with something like they're opening a car door because their hands are full or they got to open this door because they got a stroller or they got hands of babies and they need to, and nobody's opening the door for them or giving up your seat for a pregnant lady or a lady in general or an old person or an elderly person you know do helpful things do acts of kindness not only is it good for you it's good for the other people to see that too and like the old, like that that cheesy commercial years ago every act of kindness you do is another act of kindness done so please you know do those things for yourself do them for other people and the world will be a much better place than it is now uh, because it's a little tough. Hey, and another and another thing as we, we get towards the end of manifest that shit. No, saying I want to do this just by saying it. Yeah, it, it's going to force you to start doing that work. Okay, so put in the work. Manifest that shit. You know, that, definitely, man. When you start putting in the work, uh, you know, of what you're saying, what you want, man, you're going to be, you're going to be there and you're going to be where you want. And you're going to get what you want much faster than you think. Um, you know, it's going to be difficult like most things in life, but nothing worth doing is ever easy, right? I've heard that a lot lately. And I think it's the universe or God or somebody trying to tell me something. Put in the work. It is not going to be easy. But like I just said, nothing worth doing is ever easy. Um, all right, guys. I think that wraps up the series on mental and physical health and uh, continuing life. Um, yeah, we're going to get into a new subject next week. And 
you know, I am happy that you let me go on for about 40 minutes. And, you know, it felt good to get the rest of it off my chest. Cause, you know, sometimes after every podcast, there's things that are like, oh, man, I wish I would have said that. Or I wish I would have said this. But, hey, uh, whatever. Sometimes that manifests uh, into a actual um, new episode. So, uh, all right, guys. That's all I have for mental and physical health. That's that's it. That's the final, the, fin- the finale of that episode series um thanks for letting me get it out thanks for letting me talk about it uh that's that's what the real joy boats podcast is it's to hopefully help you through the hard the hard points of life because sometimes life gets really difficult and that's what the real joy boats podcast is to help you through those difficult times so thanks for joining me today uh, thanks for letting me talk to y'all. I appreciate it. Uh, remember, I just started a page called The Real Jerry Boats Podcast on Facebook. Uh, it's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, for those who aren't uh, my friend on social media, Instagram or Facebook, that the easiest way to get a hold of me is on that page. It has Messenger. You can just click it. You send me a message. Boom. I got it. I'm pretty good at responses, uh, except at the middle of the night. I'm sleeping. My phone's off, and I'll get back to you in the morning. But go ahead, use that Facebook page if you want. Uh, There's going to be some content up there in the future. There's not much right now because I just started it. Uh, But that's it. So thank you for tuning in to the Real Joy Boats podcast today. And I look forward to talking to you next week. All right, peace out. Much love.